I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's uh, one of the engineers and owners of Tab Computer Systems, now that we're 100% employee-owned, which is kind of cool. He yeah. comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we are hiring. We're always oh, hiring. Yeah, that's true. It's so hard to find good geeks. Uh, feel free to go to our website at tabinc.com, the careers page. And, you know, if you want to be an owner. <laughs> yeah, no better time than the present. Yeah, it's pretty a pretty unique scenario to have, uh, you know, your ability to be an owner of the company and actually have a stake. A stake in kind of, you know, your destiny is a little different. When you have true. a stake, so it's very true. It's very good. All right, so uh, feel free to get online. 966-WTIC, five two two WTIC. I'm not sure what you guys are doing this morning. I know it's flipping cold outside, so you're not outside, but we're here to help you out on the inside. Now, if you're trying to figure out how to get your crypto miner working on um, Norton 365 LifeLock, you know we can help you with that as well. Um, I brought that up last time. I mean, that talk, talk about jumping the shark. If if you're literally put your load without the customer asking for it. A crypto miner, and it's really hard to get rid of. You have to opt in to have it run. Yeah, and you actually have to delete a file, I believe, in order to kill it. To kill completely. it. But you got to be jumping the shark. I mean, actually, think of speaking of Radio Shack, you know, the answer people, right? Those were, those, I remember we'd had them, we talked about them all the time on the show because they always had great stuff and they would connect things up. They're getting into Bitcoin. They're like, they're like a, what do you call them? Uh, an exchange or something like that. Radio Shack. Well, they were the cell phone case accessory store for a yeah, while. Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the antenna store. Now, I guess, I mean, to reinvent yourself as a, a crypto exchange? I mean, it's crazy. And then you look at Kim Kardashian, right? She came up with a coin, and of course, they did a pump and dump, and now she's in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, if mm-hmm. anybody can make a coin, guys, do I? can I sell you a bridge? I mean, there's, I hear a picture of a bridge these days is actually worth more as a non-fungible whatever token. <laughs> uh, if I, uh, instead of in the old days, if I sell you the bridge, I'm going to take a picture of it, and then you're going to buy it from me as a non-fungible token. And make I'll make a million dollars on that picture. I mean, a sucker's born every day, and that's a P.T. Barnum thing, right? It's Connecticut, right? I mean, yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> so you want to bring up a news story before oh, we went yeah. on before uh, one of my crazy and, rants. And- <laughs> And speaking of crypto, we have a ransomware attack that has taken out a lot of information systems 
in Bernalillo, I think that's how it's pronounced, mm-hmm. County in New Mexico. That's oh. where Albuquerque is. Okay. And it because of that attack, mm-hmm. uh, they have a lot of systems down. Most of the county offices are closed because uh, they're not bringing people in to do anything. They can't do anything. They can't do anything. And uh, schools were closed on Thursday and Friday. What? Yeah. They can't schools teach because the internet's out or something like that? Come on, guys. I, I'm not here to explain it. I'm just telling right. you what the articles tell me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other problem is that because um, because of this outage, one of the prisons was hit, and a lot of their control systems and surveillance systems are all right. computerized, and guess what? Yeah. They ain't working. They can't open the doors by they, the push of a button. They have to use they the have to keys. Use keys. Oh, man. Um, and the, I guess some of their camera systems are completely out now or that doesn't sound like inaccessible in certain areas. Um, so they've got some problems and that actually takes them out of compliance with a court directive that they're subject to because <laughs> apparently, um, the ability to release doors on a certain schedule is part of this agreement. Right. And because that doesn't take place without the computers to control that automated system. They're out of compliance, and they're going to if they if this continues much longer, they're going to get in trouble over that. Well, um, are they? So yeah, this is the thing, right? I've, I talked about it even with Final Sight. I mean, you need to pay for redundant systems. You need to understand a what is, what's a disaster. So if you're a prison, you, somebody the, the the main guy there needs to sit down and, or gal and figure out what's a disaster if I'm a prison. Would it be if all my cameras didn't work and I couldn't open the doors? I guess that would probably would be a disaster. I, clearly, they haven't come up with a disaster recovery to mitigate what would occur well, if that happened. And that is something that I just see in so many places. What's people, it? Yeah. People, they have backups. Right. They do this. They do that. They have uh, software that prevents uh, attacks. Mm-hmm. They'll have antivirus. They may even have, um, you know, uh, monitor detect Enhanced response kind of yeah. stuff, yeah, EDO. And all of that stuff, they may have all of that stuff in place. Right. But if something actually breaks and they have to get another computer up and running or they have to restore the one that they've got, they don't know how long that takes or what's involved in doing that. Right. Because they've never tried it. They've never tested it. And that's your that's the thing, too. If you remember back to the old snowstorm we had in October, right? And we were down for a week, and then all the cell towers were starting to have issues, and our communications were going out, and then everyone and the and the, the gas stations didn't have any ability to pump gas because they didn't have generators. Obviously, there's a failure of imagination there, right? What happens yes. if we're down for a week? What are we gonna do? Now we know. You should, have, right. you should have a generator at a gas station. You should have uh-huh. generators available for your cell towers. We know that. Do we really think we haven't seen cloud outages before, ransomware attacks before? It's not. I mean, you have to literally be born yesterday to not know what's going to happen. So these institutions that are not putting up backups or redundant systems so that they can actually operate if you had a disaster. You know, the, all the principals out there, when they had to deal with the final site outage, did they have a mailing list that they were maintaining or a secondary way to communicate with their parents? Or did they put all their eggs in the worry-free basket of the, the Googleplex? 
I think they would put it. They put them all there. Well, after all, it is a worry-free basket. Exactly. Hey, you don't have to worry about it. It just works. Right. And then you get the UK looking at folks saying, we really need to look at the resiliency of cloud technologies because they keep going down. So here's another example. Schools closing. The the jail doesn't work. I mean, mean, you can't go into the government agencies to... to, Generic administrative offices are shut down because of it. You know, come on. Right. So if you're not going to get rid of cryptocurrency, I don't know why you're not... Uh, if, if you did that, you'd take care of this problem rather quickly. But if you're not going to do that, because you, I don't know why, you need to do a better job on your, on your resiliency. When you, and to find a disaster, what is a disaster to your company? You know, four days of an outage, that would be a disaster for most companies. It would. Let's go to uh, Jim in Unionville next. What's happening, Jim? Hey, good morning. Um, good morning. I'm looking to update my, I guess my router and, no, uh, my cable modem and my router. Sure. Uh, I, I currently have a Linksys. It's I would say this stuff's maybe three years old. It's a dual band, 1.9 gigabits per second. Wow. Um, the, the issue I'm having is is coverage. When I looked it up, it only covers about 1,500 square feet, and I'm using uh, an Aris 6190. And someone had told me that they've Aris has had a lot of problems with those, and that might help me understand why I'm dropping my internet every now and then. So. I'm looking at the Netgear Orbi. Um, it says Wi-Fi 6, tri-band, 4.2 gigabits, 5,000 square foot. It comes with one satellite. You know, in the long run, for maybe 30 to $40 more than what I would spend on these two separate devices, I could just have, like, the all-in-one and then have the satellite for better coverage. It's more updated. What do you guys think of uh, these? Uh, any Any... Yeah. Feedback on sure. So <laughs> we there's a lot of there's a lot of questions going on there. You're getting dropping, right? So yeah. right. one of the biggest snags. I even had it in my home, my own configuration, right? I'm a geek too. I had the own. I try to limit how many IP addresses my device hands out for security reasons. I don't know. I mess with that stuff. I limited my security too much because there's so many devices on my network now that the leases were expiring and they weren't giving out a new lease to the next device. And, of course, the girlfriends and the whatever, friends who were over, they're all mad at, Dad, why are you getting dropped? Because I wasn't giving them enough IP addresses. Now, I doubt that's the case in your case, but my point yeah, is... I'm not, I'm, I'm not that technical. I'm well, right. I'm just off the, 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 the tech back. <laughs> that's fair, but my point is there's so, a lot involved in this, right? So you brought up the modem. The modem is going to deliver whatever bandwidth you get from the Internet provider. Right. Right. So if you've got a good modem, we're going to assume it's good and you're getting your bandwidth. The router itself then has to then deliver it to your 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 home. And depending on how big your home is, you were kind of alluding that twelve hundred square feet was was not big enough. I mean, do you live in like a five thousand square foot home? (laughs) I wish. No, my house is only maybe just about two thousand, but it's just the way I guess it's designed. It's an older home. You know, it's got, you know, the material is, you know, probably more difficult to go through than you know today's you know yeah. style home. where do you locate your your router is it in the middle of your home right next to your coffee pot or is it down in the basement no it's it's upstairs it's on an armoire in the in the uh, living room so it's, right. it's about a foot and a half from the ceiling so it's i'm trying to make it as central to the whole house as possible. that's actually a, a pretty good spot. yes yeah uh you always want it to be high because for whatever reason wi-fi likes to go down 
Think of it as oh. it has gravity. I didn't ever thought of that. Yeah, it's know. true. Well, you know. I learned something on the <laughs> my own show. That's good. So you've got it in the right spot. So it could simply be that the radios that are in your router are just tired. And that does happen, too. They're broadcasting yeah. radios, right? Yeah. And they're broadcasting yeah. in multiple frequencies. Do you have anybody in your neighborhood that's close by? Is there, is there in other homes that maybe are also using the same channels you are? Those frequencies it's, it's, can bang into possible. each other. I mean, I've got... A, a decent amount of space, but when I look at other networks to connect to, obviously I'm seeing there, so it you know must be within range. So there's a there's an app out there called Wi-Fi Man by Ubiquity, and it's a free okay. app. And we'll put a link up there for you if you want. You put it on your phone, and you can play around with checking out the strength and the channels that are that are seen by wherever you're standing, right? When you're doing that Wi-Fi Man test. So it could yep. just simply be that you need to choose different channels because if all of you guys are kind of novices and you all chose the same channel, you're banging into each other. That could be part of your problem too. Um, so before you buy a new router, maybe choose some other channels that are more free and see if you get a better response. So download the Wi-Fi Man and go ahead and have your phone right there and just it'll, you'll see how well you're doing as far as the, the DBs that you're getting, how strong they are. They'll be in the green or the red. It makes it pretty easy. And... Uh, Maybe make some adjustments there before you buy one. If, if if still after you've done some adjustments, you're still having the issues, then yeah, buy a new one because they do get tired. They're broadcasting radio signals. They're made in China. What do you want? Yeah, no, it's, it's good to know. <laughs> I don't have that many devices connected. You know, a few Google Homes, and it's just my wife and myself now. The kids are gone. So uh, it's not like we have an overabundance of other, you know, things connecting. It's just, uh, you know, as we're all working from home, it's, kind of a pain if uh, in the middle of the day we're on a conference call and you know out of nowhere we we dropped internet and ah. uh, well, we're well, constantly rebooting. well wait a minute jim <laughs> so is it you or is it the service so there's there's a lot more involved here when you're connecting to a conference call it could be the host of the conference that has the issue not you right you know and you have the only way to know that is if you do like a test to see if you're still connected if everything's dead then yes you you dropped but if you can still yeah. if you can still go ahead and surf on your cell phone on the Wi-Fi, it's not you. Yeah, no, I've tried that. I mean, okay. my, when I ask the the Google, you know, something, it'll just say I can't get to the internet. And my wife, okay. oh, all also right. who works at home, different, you know, yep. different calls and stuff is also like, hey, <laughs> there I am restarting everything. Yep. So then, then that's true. Then you did have an outage. It also could be though now your internet company too. It may not be the router. It could be the service provider. You could have a problem on the on the pole. Is it cable? Is it DSL, what do you have for service? Um, I have Xfinity Cable, and I've, I, I recently had them out for a second time in two years to mm. check it, and they checked it. The wire's good. Everything's signal. They, I mean, I bugged them to death, and every, all their tests that they're performing say everything is good. So that's why I feel like it's pointing to maybe my equipment. Yep, so it's an easy thing to swap out. We're, we're going to trust the cable company right now, all right? Yep. And then you're going to buy a new router, and if you still have the same problem, it's their fault. There you go. I mean, you you changed it out. You're going to be like, hey, guys, I got new equipment, and you're still dropping. Your service is the problem. Um, right. And then they'll, then they'll miraculously find some sort of problem on a pole. I'm telling you, we've seen it so many times. Like It, it happens more, much more than you think. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want to trust yeah. them, right? Because you, you just don't have time to to not trust them. But, yeah, heck, exactly. It's what I, you pay for, right? Well, the thing here, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I, I own a condo, and they had to disconnect the internet service literally from the building from the pole and of course we took once they did some work and they did their things we said hey can you guys reconnect our service well we'll send a guy out there i said well make sure he's got a bucket truck because i'm literally looking at the wire 
It's it's on the ground. It's not connected. Oh, okay, sir. The guy comes out, of course, even after I've told them and begged them, he goes, I can't do this. I'm like, I know you can't. I know you have to tell them what I told them, right? So, I mean, <laughs> they're following some flow chart where somehow a, a novice like me can't see a wire. They don't trust that I can't even see a wire, right? That's what you're dealing with. So change out your hardware, yep. see if it works. Um, a couple hundred dollar, you know, router device would be the way to go. Linksys, Netgear, we've talked about others. We can put some examples out there if you want. For yeah, you. we could. Um, the th- the one thing that I'm going to tell you is, especially if you go to talk to people like at Best Buy or whatever, they're always going to talk up these mesh router systems. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I'm pretty sure Eric agrees, a lot of this stuff is kind of bleeding edge mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily perform as well as is often claimed um, and in a, in most cases for a home you're better off having one wi-fi router right uh, you might have to buy one that's a little higher powered right. than normal but you're better off having that one source, and then you control that, and you know what it's doing, you know where it's located, yep. and you can always troubleshoot it. If you get a mesh system, and then you find out that you're dropping, well, is it the main? Is it the main access point? Is it the satellite? Right. Is it because they're not talking to each other More and variables. they think that you're on one and you're not on the? Uh, there's just too many variables that get thrown into the works. Yeah. So don't be oversold on these. That's all, right, all I'm yeah. saying. Appreciate no, I appreciate the feedback because uh, you know I, I didn't want to go to come places like that because I and that's why I called you guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because it's, I just wanted honest feedback and you know look they got sales to make but you're right uh, it was one of my first fears about the mesh system is like well what if yeah. and then I thought well the worst case scenario is I unplug the satellite and just go with that one. You know the main router uh, cable modem all in one, and, and see what happens. So yeah, get get them separate the modem and the router, and then you should be good. All right, Jim. All right, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. You're welcome. Good luck. All right, thank you. Yeah, bye bye. All right, we're gonna step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC, and we're on the old Facebooks here over Mark Zuckerberg deems us worthy. You can catch us over at WTIC's Facebook page. Feel free to post a, a comment or question there, too. We'll get it on the air. We'll be right back. Did you miss Computer Talk with Tab on Saturday? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC. And 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out. Four lines wide open. Joey is taking some calls. And and as we wait for you, I don't know if you had this in your stack of stuff there, Dennis, mm-hmm. but there's that SysJoker exploit. Oh, yes. It actually crosses multiple OSs from Windows to Mac and Linux, and it went undetected for a long time. You have that story? I do. I have a story on that. Hmm. Um, it's very interesting how this works in order to become cross-platform. Right. It's embedded in a module that is then used by driver developers and other kinds of developers. Yep. 
and they include them in their software packages that are then compiled for Mac or Linux or Windows. Right. So the, the commonality is the drivers is, because all these oper- all these d- softwares are written on are used on similar platforms, whether right. network and card, it, video card. And it's an it's an authoring module that they use that they include when they compile these, mm-hmm. and it's a common thing. So apparently, it's a great way for the malware writers to get their malware out to a million places because uh, driver developers are happily shoving their malware into all their stuff <laughs> because they don't know any better. Right? They didn't know it was even happening, and uh, this is. This is the. This goes back to the LogForge problem. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a big open source project right. that anyone can contribute to theoretically. The Apache open source. Yeah, and you know, it has in in the case of LogForge, it had an exploit that was never sealed up and went back how many years? At least a decade. Yeah, um, but everybody in the world, including all the big tech companies, are using this stuff to create their software for whatever lazy. functions. They're too lazy to buy their own they don't, to do it themselves. Right. They don't want to develop their own logging right. uh, code, so they go and get this stuff. You know what and, it is from? I, I just popped in. It's Napster. Basically, whoever's pr- doing this coding grew up for Napster and figured, well, well, if we can steal music, we'll just steal code. Why write it ourselves? You know, Why pay for the music when we can just steal it? Why write the code if we can just... Somebody else did it for me. I'll move on and slap it into my system. Well, it's a major liability yes. in the entire <laughs> software world. <laughs> yes, it is. We've got open source stuff yeah. that can be exploited by malware authors, and their stuff can get everywhere. These are big trillion-dollar companies that are no using it. And there are no controls on it. Nobody's checking it. Right. Again, we know how the sausage is made, we, and this is why we don't sleep much as IT people. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, we'll put the link up here to this Joker uh, exploit, and you can see it hits you It hits you Mac people, too. Sorry, um, because you guys use the same hardware as we do. Uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. A couple lines are, are, ringling, are ringing right now. We'll get Joey to pick those up for you. So get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back. You know, I guess we're not worthy of Arctic Monkeys the way Todd's show is. <laughs> we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. They're a good band, too, by the way. Uh, let's go to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Ron in Glastonbury. What's happening, Ron? Yes, uh, Eric, I'm, I'm concerned about something. You yeah. know, I, I have a telephone uh, through the Internet. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, the, the modem set up to have telephone. Yes. Now, paying a considerable amount of money to, uh, from the uh, internet provider. So I was right. thinking of going over to the UMA yep. thing, you yep. know, getting the connection, sure. and then drop it down to six bucks uh, a month, which it, is fantastic. It could be, yeah, yeah. However, That's all the taxes, really. Yeah. Yeah. However, this is something I found out by accident. Okay. I had to replace it on uh, my modem. I brought it down there, brought it back connected it i couldn't get the the um it's although it's for set up for the uh telephone i couldn't get it to work okay and when somebody came over they said oh wait a minute they called and they said oh they hadn't set the switch 
for telephone. So they did, and everything was working. So yeah. I'm saying if, if they can control the telephone, if I say to the, the Internet provider, I don't want telephone anymore. Right. And I get the OMA. Right. Built off the switch. I won't be able to get the OMA to work. It's kind of funny you say that because we've seen this. So that's basically OMA works off a SIP, SIP, Simple Internet Protocol is what that stands for. Um, and they can, and they being internet service providers, can choose to block certain types of protocols. Right. And yeah. so we've even seen this in the business world as we're trying to implement voice over IP phone systems for our clients. We've even seen it with uh, VPN connections. Yes. Yes. So they can block certain technologies, and frankly, I don't think they do it on purpose. They just have misconfigured it. I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to incompetence versus purposeful because there's really no reason to block that protocol. No. Um. So, yes, you're right, Ron. Um. You can find a network switch change can eliminate your ability to make a phone call, and you won't know it, right? Your UMA might be like com- complaining that it can't get to the internet, so maybe it'll have a warning on its handset that says, "Hey, Ron, I can't I can't see the internet anymore." Um. But you're right. And this is what we deal with every day. Yes. Um, we're always dealing with third-party issues, and in this case, the Internet provider turning off certain protocols. By, again, I'm assuming it's just incompetence. It's by accident. They don't, they don't do it on purpose, I don't think. I hope. Yeah, but in other words, if you say to the Internet provider, uh, I don't want telephone. Right. So you take the telephone, you're down. So then you you turn around and buy the UMA thing, connect it up through your uh, uh, your um, your modem. Yeah, your, uh, through your, the well, it would be through the um, the router. router. Yeah, and uh, you don't you you can't get telephone because right. they, they cut off the switch. They they might do that. I don't think they would bother, but they might do that. And you, then you're pulling out your hair trying to figure out why UMA's not working, and then you got to go ahead and call and have and, them turn it back on. Yeah, but the point is, when you turn it back on, you're, they'll charge you. For no, 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 no. They're no. not going to do that. No. no. Okay. No, they wouldn't do that. They're just gonna. They're just gonna allow the protocol to continue to go through so that it can actually communicate with your voice over IP phone, which is UMA. They're not going to charge you. Yeah. Without, in other words, if I say to them, uh, turn the switch back on again, if it, they accidentally. Uh, said, well, you didn't want telephones, so we switched, set the switch off. If they do that, then they're being disingenuous. Okay, so have you tried, Have you brought your UMA yet? No, I haven't. All right. So be- what I was really surprised at is when they they checked out, I, I went down and I picked up the their replacement because they, there was some problem with the modem, yeah. and I brought it back, and it was an exact change. Yep. I was getting the telephone. Right. And it wouldn't work, and I thought something was wrong with the connection and everything else. And the service person came over, and they had the same problem. And then they talked over the phone, and they said, okay. And I asked the service person as he he was leaving, I said, well, what was the problem? He said, ah, they forgot to set the switch. So there's another thing that could have been going on there, Ron, and that could have been simply your MAC address of your new modem needed to be allowed because that's how they configure these things, by MAC address. So when you got the new modem, it had a new MAC address. The switch was configured to say Ron at MAC address A, but you brought out a new phone, a new modem, and they didn't let it connect until you called the service, and then the service guy should have known that. So it wasn't that they turned off their phone. It probably just didn't allow that modem to connect to the network. Okay. 
So don't. Exactly. You're right. I'm going to t- attempt to do this. Yeah, you do it, Ron. You go ahead and get the Uma. And do you already have a do you, do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Why don't you just turn that whole thing off and just use a cell phone? Why buy an Uma? Why or do you have do you have two phone lines then? Right. I have the boss. I understand. The boss, the, the, the boss says <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. It's impossible. Trust me. I know. Been, I understand. I know. It took me a long time because we were getting uh, you know, all these messages on our old landline. Like, honey, they're calling us here and nobody's answering. So finally, <laughs> finally we got rid of it. But uh, six bucks is better than you're probably paying. What are you paying now? Like 29, 30 bucks for that? Emulated POTS line, that phone line? How about 36? 36 36 Yeah. All right. That's so unreal. 36 down to $6. There you go, Ron. At least you're going to, at least you've outsmarted the, the committee a little bit there. That 30 bucks, you're 30 bucks richer a month, which is big numbers. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot, Eric. Yeah, good you luck, Ron. Fantastic. I always wait for you guys in the morning. Well, we appreciate that. We very much do. Thank you for calling in. Bye. Right. Bye now. Bye bye. And that's the thing. I mean, I was talking to a, a business client, right? And so they're looking at, there's two ways you can buy a voice over IP phones. You can rent them monthly forever, or you can do what we do. We sell you a phone system, you pay for it once. And we're sitting down and client's got 50 phones, right? And he's like, Eric, yeah, I got a quote for $20 a handset per month. So you can do that math, right? $20 a handset per month. And it sounds just so small, right? It's just 20 bucks a month. And then you look at your phone system and you ask the, you ask the uh, business owner, so how long has your old phone system been here? Oh, 15 years. And you only paid for it once, right? Yep. And somehow, somehow convincing them to pay $20 a month per handset is a good idea times 50 to get a phone? Do the math, guys. You're going to pay a quarter million dollars for your handset or your phone system over 15 years. That's just lunacy. But it's sold constantly. It's mind-boggling. It's guys, it's 30 bucks here, 20 bucks here, 50 bucks here, times 50, times however. So, voice over IP does not have to be a monthly fee. You got to pay for the call path, but the phones themselves and the phone system itself does not have to be an ongoing cost. So, all right, I'm going to go to John, I guess, in Killingworth. Joey, is okay? All right, going to go to John in Killingworth. What's going on, John? Good morning, Eric. Um, humbling myself again to uh, admit that I'm still paying. Uh, an exorbitant amount of money every month to Comcast. Um, How much? They, they finally pushed me over the edge when the bill just went over two hundred. Ooh! Oh boy! Yeah. Luxury car payment levels here. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and I and we still don't have that option of um, the is it GoNet? Yeah, GoNet Speed. They're not everywhere. You got to keep uh, saying, getting your your townsfolk interested. <sighs> we'll try. I mean, there's like six thousand people in this town, so it's. I don't know. It's probably never going to be worth it to them. But, um, you know, so I'm tr- I, I, I guess I'm <laughs> – you've told me what to do before. But one of the things I'm curious about, uh, even with what we're, what we're doing in the house right now, um, probably a third of the house uh, doesn't really actually even get the Wi-Fi over on that side of the house. So when a guest comes, they're like, oh, I don't have Wi-Fi in my room or whatever. Right. They're going to you, John. Um, what, are you, what are you, cheaping out? You're not paying enough for your <laughs> – no, it's just it's technically incompetent because I tried Uh-oh. doing a Wi-Fi extender up there. Oh, and I know it doesn't work it just really well. Didn't work. No. So, but my, you know, like in back in the old days, and I never actually paid for somebody to come out to the house. But like there used to be like somebody who'd set up a stereo system, and they were experts at all that whole thing. And, yeah. You know, and I'm just wondering, like, so I know you guys have great service for businesses. Um, is 
is there like can you is there a person that you can call and say hey you know what I want to I want to like overhaul the equipment do something a little bit better and hopefully save some money every month we we have terrible cell service I'm calling you on the Comcast uh, landline from the house because believe it or not if I go one house to the right or one house to the left it seems to be a little bit better but right where our house sits it, it is not good so we right. we even hit, hold on to the landline um, and I was I I know I've heard you guys talk about voice over IP and all that and. Yeah. Um, I tried doing the Wi-Fi calling for a little bit. I just still found there were at times delays. So from a business like work standpoint, sometimes it mm-hmm. I didn't have yeah. the perfect luck with it. So then I gave up, and that was like a couple plus years ago or more. And and so, but now once I hit two hundred, I'm like, this is crazy. So yeah. anyways, I'm open to thoughts. Um, right. And, and maybe this time, like like the dentist finally told me that you know you really need to get that electric toothbrush, and I finally bought it today. Oh so, yeah, those are the uh, best, John. <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling you right now, they should, it, the, almost dentists are putting themselves out of business with those things because, man, there's yeah, no more cavities yeah. when you get that electric toothbrush going. I, I promise you, you're going to be – your hygienist is going to love you too. All right. She, right. she is. Anyways, by yeah. the, and, and then the water pick, she got me to do that, but I, I, I've, I, I've been pausing for a long time on the, on the brush, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to try. All right. You're going to love that. So here's the thing, right? So you're paying way too much, as you know. Um, yep. you need a new router in your home because, and it needs to be located basically like the thing that you would worship every day, like your coffee pot, right? It needs to be in the middle of your home. Yep. Where is yours now? It's in the corner and, and it just seems to be a wiring issue from down in the basement on how to, how to move it over to where I know it should be. You're right. You're yep. absolutely right. But how to come up through the floor or something or other, that's, that's where I'm That's just a drill. With. I wouldn't do it either, but if you, there are plenty of people who will do wiring. Um, you want to get a wiring person, so you want to go from your modem in the basement, which is probably fine to leave it there, and run a nice Cat6 cable to some central spot in your home so that you get better coverage with whatever router you buy. Um, okay. router, this is not hard stuff, all right? This is almost as easy as an electric toothbrush. You're yep. going gonna, gonna to buy the new router, and you're going to set it up centrally in your home by, or even where you have it now, but the new router itself is going to have much more broadcast power just due to the current technology. So we're going to put okay. a few links up there for you to, to try it out. Okay. And then once you've got that wire, that wireless power you're hoping for, and your guests are not, you know, snickering at you, um, yeah. you then can cut cable. Right? You do not need to pay for cable television and pay all those franchise fees and the all the all the ESPN channel fees. I mean, you're going to pay somebody for these things, right? You're going to go yep. to Yahoo, uh, Yahoo, Google, Google T. Uh, hang on, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Uh, that's about $69 unless they're having a fight with somebody and then it goes down to 49 until they resolve the fight and it goes back to 69. Um, but you're going to pay for 75 channels at, at 69 bucks and it's a pretty good deal. Or you can go and get other, there's others out there. There's other solutions out well, there. There's Sling and yeah. Hulu TV and right. some others. There's plenty. And you're probably already paying for Prime, so you already have access to all sorts of movies and stuff like that. And you already have Netflix. So we get, have Netflix, yeah. Yeah, so get rid of that cable. All you want to do is your internet service needs to be, let's say, for you know, 100 megabits. Do you know what your internet service now is, John? It, you know, originally it started out like a gig, but it is like 200 or something like that. Okay, so you lowered it down. You lowered it from the gig speed? I think so, yeah. I think I did at one point, trying to save money, and then they keep jacking it up anyways. Yep. So you're fine on your internet speed. The landline stupid thing is, that throws me too. I get you on the YouTube, and that would would cover a lot of things. I'll probably lose my Nesson. I don't think Nesson's on there. Yeah, you'll lose that. You'll lose that. I'm a little bummed. But you know what? The Red Sox, they they had a good season. We didn't expect (laughs) it. Yeah, listen on 1080. Yeah, it's a good idea. That's that's what Joey said. Listen on 1080. (laughs) 
they did have a good season near the end, so I did miss all the wait. I wait, didn't waste any time on the season, and only was able to watch him in the playoffs, and that was actually worked pretty well. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So, so in terms of the in terms of a landline or a line, I mean, just a phone line that I can trust. Yeah, voice over you, IP works fine. You you need to trust that. It does work fine. So, what would you hook up with the YouTube? service to, to try to do... I mean, you're saying voice over internet probably again, though, right? We're saying UMA is a way to do it if you wanted a phone, mm-hmm. or you would just get better configure your cell phone to do cell phone wireless, you know, the Wi-Fi calling over cell phone and just trust that. You're paying an arm and a leg for that. What Basically, Comcast is doing emulated pots. They're not... It's, it is actually voice over IP. You don't even really... really it's I not see. the same yeah, protocol, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're emulating okay. it because you don't have a copper line going in there. You're going over the cable line. You no, know, you're right. I, I know it's not the old uh, the old-fashioned phone line. Yeah. So you just, just got to trust it. And in, in, that's, that's the only solutions for you, UMA or using your cell phone over Wi-Fi because your cellular coverage is bad where you are. Upgrade what the router. Is, what is UMA really then in comparison to Wi-Fi calling? What, what's the difference? They're going to be hard. The little base will be more hardwired unless you do a wireless handset, and then you're speaking wireless to the base, which is speaking over a wire or wireless to the device. So it's a lot of hops around, <laughs> uh, depending on how it is. But it can be connect- connected hardwired. I think they have Luma does have a hardwired jackable Cats, you know, five oh. base if you wanted to. Um, okay. But it's just voice over IP, and voice over IP has been around forever. And I-, I think that's where you need to start going and save some money here. Okay. You can do it, John. You can do it. You're, you're brushing your teeth better. Let's <laughs> get better in there. Thank what? you. I, I, I believe you. Your question yeah. on the service, though, is another problem, right? So there, we, we've been in this business for about 40 years, and companies have come and gone, like CompUSAs and all these companies that try to promise that consumer, you know, hey, we'll help you out, you know, quote-unquote geek squads and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't be able to quote recommend anybody. Uh, I have recommended staples for folks to bring their stuff into a, a store when you have issues with your home PC because they kind of tend toward business, and I'm hoping that the quality of their geeks are better than average. Um, but finding a local store or a local person to come out to your home, it's going to be pricey, right? The amount of it's going to be yeah. costly uh, to have someone out there and sit with you for hours and configure your stuff. You really need to learn it. You know what I mean? We really need as a society to understand how this crap works uh, sooner rather than later. And you, we all need to. So, you know, it's not that complicated. And we figured out microwaves. but We never figured out the VCR. You had the 12 o'clock flashers. That was hard. That's why TiVo came along. But um, we all need to kind of get a better understanding. So don't don't be afraid of it. So so uh, so you're you're. You're raising one question for me, though. This whole, you know, so cable. Obviously, they, we got the cable wiring in here, and you know, and and un- unfortunately, like I said, it comes into the corner of the house on the fr- on the main floor. Right. But so, if I'm going to go with YouTube, mm-hmm. it's still going to come in. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Is it going to come in over cable? I mean, yes. Here's so here's the dumb question. So yeah, I mean, are we still using like the Comcast wiring cable? Yes. In a way? You're not. Yeah, it's not a dumb question. It's a good question because people say cut the cord. They really mean cut cable TV. You're going to have right. to pay for internet, and that is going to come over via cable for you. Right. So you're going so to pay for internet cable. service. Okay. Same, yep. same cable. And then I just I need to wire it so that I bring it over towards a central location and kind of bring it up to the floor to a better spot. And right. 
and then your smart TV is going to connect to your wireless device and broadcast. You're going to connect your smart your TV is either going to be smart itself and capable yep. of doing these things, or you're going to buy a an Nvidia Shield, which I recommend as your streaming device, or a Roku, or you can name all sorts of devices out there uh, to go ahead and get TV to your TV TV content, the YouTube TV content to your screen. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because we do have that, right, you're right. We've got the little modem right next to the TV and, the, yep, all the Comcast equipment. Okay. Yeah, that'll all go back. You're going to save. You're going to be able to bundle yeah, right, it up right. and give it all back. $30 in equipment right now. It's crazy. $30 in equipment, yeah, just for the clickers, right? Just for the channel changing <laughs> capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's crazy, man. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for your help. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope we helped. And let us know how you do, John. you got to check in. I mean, if we talked about this three years ago, I don't want to get a call in three years and say you haven't cut the cable. Let us know how you did. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So he's got something to do on this cold Saturday morning, right? That's right. He's going to save a ton of money. Yeah. Be able to take his wife Lots out for money. dinner more often. I mean, she'll like that. Happy wife, happy life. Everyone wins if you cut the cable, right? So we're going to be, we want to thank you guys for joining us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Joey for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything over at computertalkwithtab.com. And I want to thank, of course, Dennis Houghton for coming back. And I'm not <laughs> solo like I was last week. That was, oh. that's really good. Everything we talked about is posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. So go ahead and check it out if you missed anything. All the articles are there for you guys. And stick around. Dr. Alessi is going to be here next with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. We'll see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.